welcome to the fifth episode of 24-7 Hobbies, where we sit down and explore the different hobbies there are in the world. And today, for the fifth episode, I thought that I would turn it back a little and talk more about myself and let you guys get to know me a little bit more. And in the third episode, uh, I talked about me and my hobby of basketball. But however, uh, I also mentioned I have a hobby of in music. So I thought that for the fifth episode, it'd be perfect to talk about that. Um, so how my journey in music started was very funny. It was kind of like in kindergarten, we had nap time, right? At, from first, uh, from actually from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Right after you eat, we had to take nap time. And to skip, like, they offer piano lessons during nap time. So to skip nap time, I would take piano lessons. And I really hated the piano at first. Like, I didn't really enjoy music that much. I was made to play, like, random little songs, like, probably, like, Mary Had a Little Lamb, like... Right, like, that didn't... I didn't like that. I hated sitting down just playing random, like, tunes that had no significance to me. Sure, I grew up with them, but it was boring, right? And it was not until fourth grade that I started to like music. And I always have this gift, even now, which is perfect pitch. And it's kind of like only, I think, like 1% to 2% of the world has perfect pitch. What this technically is, is like, I tell you, imagine the color blue, and you can picture blue. Or you walk down the street and you can identify that the leaves on the trees are green. It's kind of like perfect pitch, but in the in a more musical way, perfect pitch is like if I play this note without looking, I can tell that that is an E, right? I play, let's say, this note, that's a G sharp to me, right? To most people, that just sounds like any random note. But to people with perfect pitch, they can identify that note like instantly and it was fourth grade that my piano teacher also my guitar teacher at the time he was like wow you have perfect pitch i was like well okay what is perfect pitch i thought everyone in the world had perfect pitch and he was like nope no one else has it he was like i was one of the first guys that he met that actually had perfect pitch and one of the only students that he taught that had perfect pitch so from then on starting to enjoy music a little bit more I played more popular tunes or pieces, something like Right, because of the small keyboard that I have, I can't play left hand, I'm playing on a small MIDI keyboard, right? Um, sort of playing things like that, but classical music, like, you either love it or you hate it, and I didn't love it or hate it, but I started to dislike it, right? Uh, started fourth grade. Then now, it was only like half a year ago that I was able to play songs that I like, like pop music, right? So it was five years of classical music, and I hated that. And then it was only until like recently, like half a year ago, that I started playing pop music, right? And you guys might know some of these like...
maybe like. Like songs like that, and that got me more interested into music, right? And that was like kind of my eye opener to music and the world with it. I was always always able to pick out the melody super easily, right? I listened to a song and I could pick it out. I never even played this song before, but I could pick it out by ear. You play it once. Like those popular tunes that you can hear, I could pick it out super easily because of perfect pitch. But however, the problem with that is I never have been able to really understand what perfect pitch is. Like, I can play songs, I can impress people, but, like, they ask me play a note, they play a note and they sort of guess that note. But, like, I don't think that was what perfect pitch is, right? So I go onto YouTube and I come across this guy, Marcus Veltri, on the piano. He goes on this website, like, Omegle, and he will, like, ask the people that he sees on Omegle, which is like FaceTime, but you meet random people. And he will ask them for songs to play, and he will play it, play it to them, right? Some of the more popular songs, he was able to play like right away. They asked for Pirates of the Caribbean. He can play it directly. But however, some of the more, or I should say lesser known songs, he will listen to them in front of them, he'd be like, hold on, give me a few minutes. He would listen to it. And after he listens to like two, one minute of the song, he will play that minute and 30 back perfectly, right? And I watched it, I was like, wow. And then it says he had perfect pitch. So I was like, wait, if he has perfect pitch and I have perfect pitch, I must also be able to do that, right? I must also be able to play these type of songs, like just listen to it and play it, right? So I started exploring a little bit and at the beginning, it did not sound good. Like I, I didn't, I knew music theory. I knew the basic like one, five, six, four, one. Like you hear that in almost every song to play into chords, it would sound something like this. Like, they sound like a good ending to me, right? But that was boring, right? So I had to explore. Like, I will play multiple songs with those chord progressions, and you can try to play one now. Um, you can maybe start, uh, it's kind of improvising. I can start like. became so boring to me I was the same chord progression over and over and over again right you can say oh change the key change the key right but if I change the key if I move it up to a D D major right like it's it still sounds the same to me like there's no flavor to it as people would say like there's nothing making it stand out from the others, right? And 
So here's the next part. Well, I've always been a fan of Coldplay, and once I stumbled across a YouTube video about like how Coldplay's music is unconventional. It doesn't follow the same rules. It was like, well, let me let me check that out, right? And I learned that they actually don't really follow the same patterns as everyone else, right? Um, most songs they start on the the one in C major. It would be they start on the one, and they, the last in the chord progression would be the five, because the five to the one sounds good. Like that sounds good. It sounds like oh, the song completed, right? But. The music's the video said that Coldplay's music never saw in the one, saw in different num uh degrees of the scale. So Viva La Vida, you guys all know this one. That actually doesn't start in the one. If you look at it. This song is actually in A flat major, right? A flat major. But this one starts on the fourth, right? One, two, three, four. It goes to the fifth, but then it goes to the one, and it goes to the sixth. I was like, wow, this is very interesting, right? In all of my music、uh, journey, I guess,、um, even in classical. Always starts on the one, one, the the first one, number one. Always starts on that. Always. Never heard a song start on a different degree of a scale. So that was very very interesting to me to see that. So and then I started be、um, experimenting, right, and I started to like randomly pick some things across, right, and some of these things are. Sounds super familiar to me, even though I don't know where they come from, right? Let's say I play this. Like that sounds so familiar. Like oh, I must have heard it somewhere, right? And I couldn't pick it out. I couldn't. I couldn't find out where that thing actually came from. But then I realized every music is the same. It's the same chords, same everything, right? Right. Like some of these things, they sound super, super familiar. Like you move things up, semitone, down a semitone. They're all the same, right? And that caught my eye, right? So from this chord progression. Move it up. It doesn't actually sound different in my ear. Sure, the notes are different, but wow, like it's still the same type of music, right? So that led me to pick songs out by ear. Like before, I would always go online. Find sheet music, right? So I picked this one out the other day, and everybody knows it. 
like Stay by Justin Bieber and the Incredible Roy. Like, it's so simple. Like, you go from the F sharp. Right? And the left right hand uh, melody for me is so much easier. But for some people, it might be hard, right? And from this, I just listened to the melody and I added the right hand in. able to pick that song out in five minutes because I just realized that wow like all songs have this chord progression that will loop and loop and loop and loop and the melody well melody might be harder for some people but because I have perfect pitch it's much easier for me right and to give another example of this um, another song that might be popular and Huh, I'm not sure if I could think of another song. Uh, this one, uh, Juice World. Right, like that intro. A lot of people have heard it from Juice World, or maybe from uh, Sting and his music of My Heart Will... No, no, I forgot the song, but that Sting wrote, right? And it's just these things that people get used to, right? And there's so many iconic intros to songs. And actually, let me play this way. Like, the songs... In the middle, the chorus is all the same. The chords are all the same. But what separates, what makes each song different is actually the vocals. But if you take the vocals away and just put the melody there, it's kind of boring. Each song sounds the same. But what really separates a song is the intro. That's the first thing you hear, right? Uh, Justin Bieber say... <music> sounds futuristic. It's catchy, right? People probably never heard that one before. Or XXX sad. things are so catchy and to give a more poppy example uh, I can play this one 
uh, Let Her Go by Passenger. Like, that intro in that song is played throughout the song. And that's what catches each person's eye is the intro, right? You can have a crazy drum beat, right? That might be catchy for rap songs. But sometimes that what steers me away from sometimes listening to rap all the time is it sounds the same. All the intro is the same, right? Like from here. Or. Like these intros, they sound very similar. And I don't know why. Like, it's boring for me. Like, that doesn't really catch my eye. So, how I view music now is, like, it has to be unique. Like, from the beginning, I was playing classical music all the time. And maybe once in a while, when it's someone's birthday, I'll play Happy Birthday. Like... Like, I had no voice in what... I'm actually supposed to play. Like, I just play. I play. And I always play it off of sheet. So when I start improvising, I feel like that can be much better. So um, to end this episode, I will give my three tips like we always do. And then I will end it with the improvisation of something that I'm going to play. I'm not sure about what. I have a tiny keyboard here, but I'll do the best I can do. So the three tips that I will give for music is to just fall in love with music. Like for everything, you have to fall in love with it to be good at it. And never give up. Like music is hard. Don't give up. Don't be like, oh, he's, he has perfect pitch. He has, he has music in his blood or whatever. Like that's just excuses. Like that won't work for music. And also just to listen to different types of genres of music. Like don't s- stay with the same like pop, hip hop type of music. Explore different genres. It might open your eyes to something new. And to end this podcast, I will play a little um, improvisation for you guys. Hold on. Let me set this thing up real quick. Hold on. Okay. So... To end this podcast, uh, this episode, I will play a small improvisation. Hope you guys uh, like it, and uh, I will see you guys next time on this show.